This is a HeadGum Podcast. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Hello and welcome to the Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I'm one of your hosts, Tom. And I'm Tim. Tim, before the show, you started <laughs> saying something crazy, <laughs> and I stopped you, and I was like, let's record, and talk. I have no idea what you're about to say. Well, we were talking about tinnitus, Tom. Yeah. And that's like a ringing in the ears. Oh, I thought it was tennis elbow. Tinnitus? Yeah. No, it's a ringing in the ears. I thought you were saying tennis elbow, but you were saying tinnitus. Do you have tinnitus? You slurred it. Uh, you were like, uh, you ever hear a tinnitus? I might have tinnitus. No, tinnitus. You're you're always hearing like a ringing, right? Yeah, like a low level kind of. Like a. I think so. I think yeah. that's right. Um, I have it. Do you have it? It's because we've gone <laughs> to so many rock and roll concerts. Yeah. Now. No, I'm definitely like a little deaf from uh, going to things. Just from life. Yeah. Hey, life in the big city is a loud, uh, a, a loud way to live. Often, I also have um, shit in my ears. You do, yeah. Um, so there's this cure mm -hmm. that uh, sends like electrodes into your brain, and you, you sends electrodes into your brain, or you put electrodes on you. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it sends electricity into your well, brain. Well, I'll just say, Tim, before people sign up for this procedure with you, they want to know that you're using the correct vernacular. It's Well, all right. I'm not opening yet. It's a soft launch. Please right. don't let the cat out of the bag. We're, uh, we're in stealth mode right now. Uh, well, but we should still give the disclaimer that this is actually an advertisement. This is not part of the show. Yeah, and I am a medical doctor, and I encourage people to come to me for medical advice mm -hmm. of all sorts examinations, procedures, yeah, anything you need. Email me your problems. I'll tell you what you need to do to cure yeah. it. Doctor, heal thyself. That's what that's what they always say, Tom. That's what they always say in TV shows when like a doctor has to take a bullet out of himself. How often does that happen in TV shows? We don't watch the same TV shows. Does this happen on The Flash? And that, uh, it happens on Arrow? ER. Yeah. There are, oh, there, yeah, there is a medical doctor on The Flash. Well, a doctor of biology, but it's like kind of implied that somehow that also makes you a surgeon. Tom, uh -huh. can I just say I regret <laughs> bringing up The Flash television program That's or The Arrow, The Green Arrow? What do you watch? The Green Lantern? Arrow. Um, so you put electrodes, I think, on your on the back of your head, and it sends. Okay. Uh, do you need to like shave your head? No. Okay. I mean, this is for bald people. <laughs> okay so yeah <laughs> you have to be naturally bald yeah it's a cure for bald people with tinnitus right, well if, very small if you're her suit uh you, you this isn't hit, for you hit the bricks yeah get out your life's fine <laughs> <laughs> just deal with the ringing in your your most ears people don't go, go bald hey, from go go comb your hair is what i'd say most people usually don't go bald from the back of the head mm. You know, sometimes they do, though. You don't know about. <laughs> I've never seen somebody walking down the street like, oh, look at that guy. He's going bald from the back of the head. What about Skrillex? What about Skrillex? 
often. It's true. Oh, that's not an intentional look. No, that's oh, that's that's that's, uh, that's, oh, that's bro pattern baldness. Man, such a young man too. Yeah. It's a shame. Yeah. Um. So you put these things on, and it sends uh electric Elect- electric shocks shocks to your brain, <laughs> and it resets your brain. Yeah. Um, Which I was saying to you, uh, sign me up just for a brain reset. Right? Like, how <laughs> yeah. far back would you want to go? Uh, 36 years. So just a baby. Just maybe a baby again. You want to be mentally a baby. <laughs> no, I guess not. Because, like, that happens, but, like, after, like, yeah, a like a traumatic brain yeah, injury. Yeah. Yeah, no, I don't want that. I'd like to, like, keep all my knowledge but erase memories. What? I guess not erase memories. I want to like not recognize my family. I want yeah. this to be a regarding Henry situation. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretending like I know the reference because I know it has something to do with forgetting things. Is that he, just like a... He gets shot in the head. He's like a real jerk, Harrison Ford. Yeah. He's a yeah, real... Yeah, but tell me about the movie. <laughs> no, he's a bad... He's, by all accounts, he seems like an all right guy, horrible pilot. Okay. Um, uh, I don't know. He's always like, oh, uh, I'll do your dumb movie if it kill me off in it. <laughs> uh, that has nothing to do with his piloting skills or if he's a good guy or not. It seems like he's a bad guy. He's not a bad guy. Just he's be a good Han guy. Solo for the rest of your life. <laughs> um, that's all right. This is a tangent. But so that new Han Solo movie is coming out like in four months. Okay. Uh I don't think they realize that Han Solo is not a good character. Harrison Ford playing Han Solo is a good character. Who's playing him now? Some guy. Benedict Cumberbatch? It's not Benedict Cumberbatch. It's Batch. Uh, batch. A batch of cumbers. The Batch. The Batch. The Batch is back, bitch. Come on. You know I don't like that word. Well. Back. <laughs> um... What were we talking about? You were talking about... Reg- oh, oh, you were going Oh, regarding Henry. Uh, no, 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 hold he's on. He's in like a liquor... What? Okay, go on. <laughs> he's in like a liquor store robbery or something. And he gets shot in the head. And like you think like, well, it's a short movie. But yeah, a guy deserved it. He's a r- real asshole. Yeah. Um, and what are you doing in a liquor store? Go to church. Yeah. Oh, that's... Oh. Took the words right out Any of movie mouth. where they're not going to... When they're not either in church or on their way to church... Or like, asking for it. Yeah, it's just like, come on. Well, you all deserve the worst. Yeah. You all deserve what uh, Satan's about to unleash on you. Right. Um, so he's like in a liquor store. It might even just be like a convenience store. And he's like, uh, I got to get a pack of smokes for the Millennium Falcon. Chewy. Wow. He's playing Han Solo? He's, uh, it's implied he's playing Han Solo. Or at least Chewbacca's in the movie. Okay. Like, well, Chewy, I mean, Chewy's got Chewy's a, a working actor, a two pack a day habit. Uh, one time, I Tom I, Hanks and Meg Ryan were in a number of films together. One time, I walked by Peter Mayhew at a Comic Con, and it scared the living hell out of me. He's so hairy. <laughs> no, he's not hairy, but he's tall, man. He's very tall, and I was like, "Who is? Oh my God, that's Chewbacca!" And like, I, you know, he, obviously he doesn't look like Chewbacca without the costume on, but I just knew. You know, somebody sat tall and they're at Comic-Con, they're Chewbacca. Right. And it turned out to be true. I Googled it and I was like, that was him. That was Chewbacca. Who was, who'd we, uh, we walked by Adam West that one time. Yeah. But uh, Booger from the Nerds movies, yeah. remember? Booger was like telling a story about Tom Cruise to a bunch of people. About how like Tom, how like he like 
insulted Tom Cruise <laughs> in front of a bunch of like Comic Con sycophants. Yeah. So like he was <laughs> like, a... and Tom Cruise walks in, and I said, like, we were Check backstage out somewhere guy. we shouldn't have been. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, oh, man. I wish I had pants booger so Tom, bad. Tom, we this is. This makes no sense. We've been talking for <laughs> seven and a half minutes, and like none of this, like it's impossible to to, to follow. It does. People listening for the first time, this doesn't match the topic that the the episode yeah, is named for. for the first time, too late. Yeah, get out. We don't want you, right, Tom? <laughs> hit the bricks. Yeah, look. Hit the bricks with who did I say she hit the bricks earlier? Uh. Skrillex? Skrillex? No. No, no. God? People with hair, but who have tinnitus <laughs> also. Yeah. And also people with tennis elbow. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry you hurt your elbow playing the most aristocratic game yeah, of all time. Well, yeah. I would argue croquet is more aristocratic. Yeah. I Polo, because where are you going to get all those horses? <sighs> it's true. Uh, unless you're like in war. They ever play polo in war? Yeah, I think so. Uh, in old wars, like World War One, when they had horses. Yeah, at five o'clock when they called war for the night, and they were like, <laughs> yeah. "All right, everybody." Well, when like, they want to pay the overtime. Yeah, and so uh, they 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 all got on their horses and played polo. Um, to so take a load off. <laughs> and regarding Henry, he gets shot and it makes him a nicer man. It, it makes him like kind of simple. Right, but simple is nice according to Hollywood. According to Harrison Ford. And he's just like not an asshole to his family anymore. See, so you like him. Good for Henry. Yeah. So tinnitus. So mm-hmm. it does this, and like uh, it resets your brain. Yeah. And you said I'd like to reset my brain. Yeah. But like I wouldn't like to go back to baby Tim in in thirty five year old man Tim's body. Me right? neither. I'd still have to do this show every week. Exactly. You'd be over there, goo goo ga ga. I'd be, I'd, I'd, when I learned peekaboo, that would be a very good uh, episode. <laughs> that It'd would be a breakthrough be, episode. And people go, that would be a sweep sweep episode. All right. So what? I, my, my idea, mm-hmm. and I'm not sure if this is feasible. It probably is with modern science. <laughs> you can go to somebody and say, look, uh, they'll tell you, uh, you have 40 years left to live, right? Okay. This is this is what we know. Yeah, <laughs> your time on Earth is finite. Uh, in my case, seventy-five. That's that's when you're gonna go. Uh, you don't eat right. Uh, you've you've never. So there's like a definitive, like no matter what you do. Yeah, they have a machine that can do that. Rich people know. <coughs> Rich people know the exact day they're gonna die and how. Wow. Yeah. Um. So uh, you get told that, mm-hmm. right? And they go, all right. So you got forty years, let's say. Yeah. Right? Uh huh. They're like, all right, we can do an operation. And make you a baby, <laughs> and you could live oh. your forty years, and like you'll live to forty years old. Like uh-huh. you'll just start over. Um, would you what take the hell that? What would this operation look like? Uh, it's a just fabulous machine, <laughs> fantastical Tom. Would they replace my skin, or would I be like a baby with like They'd the skin shoot of a thirty? DNA things in you, and you'd uh, it'd be gross. You'd have to go in some sort of cocoon. Oh, oh, I see. One of yeah. those kind of things. And if it, and then they'd, they'd make open my it up brain and, smaller yeah, so it'd, it'd fit in like, a baby head. And it'd open up. And it's you. It's it's you as a baby. Okay. But um, I'm adorable. And like you run out the clock. Like, look, you're going to lose those first two <laughs> but years. Say, I, I, I run out of the room like a, a face hugger when they come out of the eggs. 
Oh no, I don't know what a face hugger is, but I don't like this this plan at all. No, you come <laughs> out and somebody cradles you. Oh, okay. And then, that uh, sounds nice. All right. This would be good because uh, you know, uh, childless uh, couples mm-hmm. could be like. Hey, you know what? I'm going to adopt my friend Tom, who's babyfying <laughs> himself. No, I don't want you and your wife adopting me. It would be cute. Is that what this is all about? <laughs> I'm trying to convince you to let me and my wife adopt you, Tom. Tim, no. I refuse. Would you? I would... refuse as an adult. I refuse as a baby. As a man with a lot of regrets, Tom, uh-huh. would you make this devil's bargain? Would you be like, you know what? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll drop dead at 40, but I'll get to relive my youth. And, like, the way that I, I want to. And get this. You uh-huh. don't keep the wisdom. You don't keep the knowledge. Wow. You don't keep anything. Uh-huh. But uh, you get to, you know, like, uh, there's the possibility that you'll do things the right way this time. <laughs> it's a second chance. <laughs> Another roll of the dice. Yes. <laughs> um, would I, like, I don't have enough money to raise myself as a baby. No, no, think. that's why That's why my <laughs> wife and I have generously offered. I don't think you guys have enough money to raise me as a baby, the way I deserve to be taken care yeah, of. Yeah, but you wouldn't know you're a baby. <sighs> We'd be, we but wouldn't be I'd neglectful. F- I'd find out. I'd be so mad. Like, I don't think you'd find out. I'd never find out? No. Because we wouldn't, we wouldn't read. You, you would, wouldn't. You would. You would get no screen time. So <laughs> like, you wouldn't know oh, about this. Then forget it. What? Yeah. I'm not gonna be able to play my games. Yeah, but that would make you a better man, Tom. <laughs> no, it wouldn't. These things. I mean, if it, it playing would, who video cares? games, watching The Green Arrow, watching The Flash. These are the things Those that have made you that... a lazy uh, th- th- nothing. No. In life. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> the... <laughs> For me, it's Larry Sanders has made me a lazy nothing, Tom. Look, Tim, those are the things that have given me the uh, uh, noble spirit that I have today. Okay. Mm. So, lot. are you in? Can I? Can I? Can <laughs> I put you down for one baby? Boy, do you have this machine? No, I don't. I don't like any of this, Tim. I think there's uh, a weird thing you're offering me. Yeah. First off, I don't. I'm not 100% sure you're even scientifically able to do this. Well, you know, that aside, uh-huh. uh, there's a, there's some level of trust that I thought we we had between us. Yeah, we don't have the kind of trust where, I, like, we have the kind of trust where, like, I'll lend you something and assume you'll give it back to me. Not that I'll uh, think, all right, well, I'm going to let Tim raise me again. Yeah, no, just let me turn you into a baby and raise you as my own. No, you told me multiple times. That when you have a kid, you're going to raise it like veal. Yeah, it's in a box. G- <laughs> it's not going to... Well, not like n- metaphorically. Like it's not actually going to be in a box, but like uh, it won't know about fried food. It won't know about uh, television. Yeah, no, that'll be a hard that. thing. Because yeah, I'd have to have just like, like a separate wing of my house where all the things I like are that's yeah, just behind uh, a locked on. door. I don't want to be raised by you being kept in a separate wing. Yeah. You don't have a separate you live in a one bedroom apartment. You don't have a wing, let alone a separate wing. You would put me in a box, like you said originally. A baby box, like they have in Norway. Nah, you put me in a veal box. Hmm. It'd be cheaper. It'd be easier for you to acquire. You'd be like, ah, veal box. Same as a baby box. And guess what? It'd be a lot more delicious. And we're back. Tom, this week we're talking about uh, driving. Yeah, driving etiquette. Yeah, because guess what? Two master drivers here. (sighs) 
Yeah. You We're a couple Mario Andretti's here. Mario and Luigi Andretti. Yeah. And uh and we haven't bestowed our, our knowledge. Yeah. It's it's borderline criminal that we haven't done this episode in the past I don't know, 35 years that we've been doing this show. How long have we been doing this show? Ever since we got turned back into babies. <laughs> yeah. It, what a ride it's been, huh? <laughs> yeah, geez. I mean, we saw uh, it was smart on our part because this was a radio show. And then we're like, you know what? We should start over. And by the time we're ready again, the internet will be around. Exactly. I came to you and I was like, you hear about this ARPANET? What? That was... I don't understand the <laughs> joke, Tom. That's what the internet was. It was created by ARPA. Oh, the Dharma Initiative. Not the Dharma Initiative, ARPA. What does ARPA stand for? Advanced Research. Uh, research parameters all the time. Nice. Um, it's like the uh, it it's like the the military's like crazy wing. They make like, those scary YouTube robots. Yeah, they do shit like they that. They made the internet. Mm-hmm. Man, great, great folks, and also the worst folks. Well, I mean, when those robots come to get us, you've, have you been watching some of these latest robot videos? No, the, I don't want to know. Oh, man, these things, no, they're, whew. You think you're learning, like, this is how I'll overtake them when they come for me. Tom, no. you're not going to be able to the do The last it. one I watched, this robot does, like, a backflip and then, like, runs across a tightrope and shit, and it's like, oh, we're oh, dead. Oh, no, my tightrope <laughs> tra- traps won't work on this. <laughs> yeah, things. that was how I was playing on getting away. Yeah, an elaborate series of tightropes. A are- lot of people are into, like, especially in Silicon Valley, into slacklining. What is that? It's like lazy tightrope walking. The instead ropes a, on the ground? Instead of a tightrope, it's a slack rope. Mm-hmm. It's easier uh, that I way. I bet they could be like, oh, here's how it's better. Yeah, here's how it's disrupting the tightrope walking game. Mm. You're used to a tightrope. This one's slack. Yeah. Is that what slack is? I never <laughs> I never learned. Slack the program? Yeah. It's about tightrope walking. It's about walking, slacking off at work. Hell yeah. High five. <laughs> um, Tom? Uh-huh. Uh, Sending dank memes. Dank memes, baby. Logan Paul is what <laughs> I'm about. <laughs> right? You're one of the first members of the Low Gang. Yeah. If I remember Proud correctly. Proud card carrying member of the Low Gang. Yeah, well, if I remember correctly, that almost got you kicked out because they were like, this guy's square. He made a card. Oh, yeah. Well, you know what? And they were like, everybody else has apps to show that they're a member of the Low Gang. And this, this doofus made a laminated card. Yeah. I just feel like I could bring a level of professionalism to the Low Gang. And it's, it's working. Not- <laughs> <laughs> if we can learn anything from the recent news, yeah, Logang is becoming a more professional, uh, very professional operation. Yeah. A lot of professional networking happening. Tom, you and I are both licensed drivers. Yeah, Woo! we're both also uh, people that own cars for a while mm-hmm. and then got rid of cars. Yeah, we were like, we don't need cars. Kick them to the curb. Don't park them at the curb. <laughs> Kick them. Kick them there. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we both broke our feet yeah. taking the cars. But it was worth it. Uh, but now we both have cars again. Yeah, because we're like, oh, man, I can't live without these things. Yeah. How do we live in Detroit, Michigan without having a car? It's car culture. It's Motor City, man. Yeah. Um, so I used to do. I used to drive 100 miles a day. To 100 miles a day? Yeah. It was That's like, very slow. What? Usually it's gauged uh, miles per hour. 
if you're oh, going 100 miles a day, I Tim, see. that's like four miles an hour. I understand. I wasn't driving 24 well, hours oh, a day. Oh, okay. It was, it was within like two hours. Uh, otherwise, I was going to say you were the titular Motor City Madman. If you do the math, you can uh, you can figure out the average I'm driving, uh-huh. 50 mph. Wow. Yeah. Well, care care to talk about how I'm a slow driver now? No, actually, I think you're too fast of a driver whenever I drive with you. Do you? Yeah. You know what? Um, I used to drive like a maniac because <laughs> when I drove yeah, during rush hour- Yeah, it wasn't even hour, too fast. It was just you get too close to the other cars. <laughs> yeah, I've mellowed out a lot. Okay. Because like I'm just like, all I'm thinking about is like, a uh, tire's going to blow out. Like I better be going <laughs> well, I mean, thirty miles an hour. You're much more likely to like crash into somebody who stops suddenly than uh, your tire blowing. Well, out. maybe they shouldn't stop suddenly. It's, that's not on me. Have you ever had a tire blowout? No, I did once. It was the most terrifying Where were you thing going? ever. Uh, it was uh, in high school, and it was me and friends of the show, Dan Deacon. And uh, we were like coming back oh, from the. Uh, excuse me, uh, you dropped a name, Tom. Let me pick that up. For <laughs> it you. was uh, we were like coming back from the malt shop or something, mm-hmm. and uh, tire blew out. And like the Dan didn't have a. I think he still doesn't have a license. Like uh, he what had, a jerk! Don't you hate Dan? <laughs> but we had no idea what the hell was like. We thought somebody shot at us or something. <laughs> like we had no idea what was happening. One time, uh, but luckily, uh, we weren't going very fast. Where were were you on a highway? No, we were. Uh, so you were on a byway. <laughs> no, we were on one hundred and nine in Babylon. Ah, route one hundred and nine. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Okay. All right. I got a lot of opinions about the way people drive. I'm and, sure you do. And I think you do too. I think we share these opinions. Okay. Um. I think uh, we both recognize mm. how easy it is to. Uh, have a bad time in a car. <laughs> what do you mean? Like accidents and stuff. Yeah, okay. I thought like, you just meant like being bored. Yeah, but like when I was in my 20s just trying to get to work, I was like, ah, nothing bad will ever happen to yeah, me I'm ever. invincible. Yeah. And I was invincible for a time. Uh, well, apparently. But that runs th- out. Yeah. Uh, you know, the record shows that apparently you were. This is why I'm trying to become a baby again. <laughs> Get that invincibility back. Yeah, grab that that star one more time. I think an underrated uh, part of this, Tom, mm-hmm. of the baby operation <laughs> is that you I know- I don't like it being an operation. Well, you know, th- procedure? I mean, when you say- Metamorphosis? Op- yeah, something like that. Because like, when you say operation, I see like, all right, we got to cut this guy open. Cut all these bones down to baby size. No, no, no. It's a baby morphosis. (laughs) All right. You go into a cocoon, a man, and you come out a fresh baby. Like like the movie Cocoon. Yeah. Is that what happened? Did the old people become young again? No, they just became like weird-looking aliens. What a bunch of weird movies those were. I never saw Also, him. Wilford Brimley was like younger than Tom Cruise is Tom, now. We have talked about this I know. at length. Well, it's just, it's something to think about. Yeah. Well, Tom Cruise it's an, is no spring chicken, Tom. No, he's not. That He got very hurt on the most recent Mission Impossible. I got good word from Booger <laughs> that, uh, that Tom Cruise is a bit <laughs> of a coward. Oh, man. If we had pants Booger... And then we would have they would have beaten the hell from us at, at Comic-Con. Good. <laughs> Booger was their king. But then what if like later on 
in life we ran into tom cruise and we were like yo tom cruise one time we overheard booger from nerds talking shit about you and we pants them he'd then like, he'd let us like be join like, his religion yeah he'd be like you're level three thetan <laughs> But uh, here's the thing. You owe me $475,000. Hey, whatever. We get to skip a couple of levels. That's true. Um, Tom, mm-hmm. here are some things that people do while uh, while driving that really get my goat. Okay. Number one, they're eating while they're driving. Oh, I have this on my list about what, what, what you think the etiquette is around eating while you're driving. Okay. Nothing or only certain foods? Only... I mean, certain foods are more egregious than others. Right. Here's the one thing that you're allowed to eat in my book. A six-foot hero. No, Tom, that's... It's going out the passenger side window. Yeah, that's a danger to everybody on the road. (laughs) Because you need two hands for that. Yeah. Here's what... Here's the only acceptable food item. A Crunchwrap Supreme. (laughs) Crunchwrap Supremes... Or surprisingly messy. Or they can be. Well, Tom, clean up your act. Learn how to I, eat a crunch wrap with one hand. No, no, no. I would say more uh, something like a quesarito. What is a quesarito? It's a burrito, but it's like a quesadilla. That's too much stuff. No, it's just the it's a perfect amount of stuff. I don't it's know. It's very good. It's basically like a quesadilla. No, it's like a burrito. <laughs> it's hard to say. It's Wait, like a, can you eat a burrito while driving? Well, the thing about the quesarito is that it's pressed like a quesadilla, so it's like oh, grilled. I thought it was that that uh, concoction that people were making the poor uh, folks at Chipotle make uh, for them, uh, where it was uh, a quesadilla, mm-hmm. and then you wrap all the burrito things in the quesadilla. Um, this is a burrito that's pressed like a kind, Yeah, okay. and it has like the ingredients. It's an important distinction. Yeah, but pressing it that way, I feel like makes it a very nice one-handed item because it's a little stiff because it's been grilled. Right. Um, and I think that's important. Like a regular burrito is a two-handed job because you got things spilling over and, you know, the thing's like a little uh, soppy kind of. Tom, I got, I got a confession to make. Mm-hmm. Every time I go to town on a burrito... Uh-huh. It's with fork in hand. Oh, you make me sick. What? You're a... Listen, uh, were, you, were you about to call me a beta male for the <laughs> friggin' hundredth time today? How did you know that that was exactly <laughs> what I was going to say? Because that's what you always call me <laughs> when I say I eat things with silverware. <laughs> Jesus. The most predictable guy. How did you know that? You're a bully, Tom. You're a mean <laughs> bully. That's how I knew that. I'm just saying, have a little faith in yourself. You know, uh, just eat it more carefully, and then you don't need a fork. Here's the thing: if I'm eating a messy, bur- if I'm eating a big burrito, uh-huh. or like a uh, a messy burger, mm-hmm. R.I.P. Because I don't eat burgers anymore. You eat veggie burgers. Yeah. Um, if it's like uh, piled high, mm-hmm. um, I I eat that thing so quickly. Because the structural integrity uh, in my brain, like my my animal brain kicks in. It's like, this thing isn't going to hold for long. Get that in as, yeah. as, as quickly as possible. There's like a little foreman inside the sandwich going, hey, it ain't holding. It's going to fall down. Exactly. And I'm just like, nope, nope. I'm, <laughs> I'm, 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 look, if, if it won't have time to fall apart. Yeah. 
ain't got time to bleed. Right. I ain't got time to get ketchup or sour cream all over my face. And that's why I eat most meals, uh, messy meals, in one bite, which is really impressive, like a snake. You unhinge your jaw. Yeah, or like Heath, uh, uh, <laughs> Heathcliff, I, or Riff Raff, I guess. I, I take a whole fish, uh-huh. put it in my mouth, and I just pull out the Whoop. fish skeleton. And it sounds like a xylophone when you do it. Exactly. It, 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 uh, it, it, it delights the children. Mm-hmm. Um, I get a great source of protein and <laughs> omega-3. Um, you don't think like uh, French fries are an acceptable thing to eat while you're driving? Mm, here's the thing. Um, <laughs> McDonald's French fries. <laughs> you have specific. It's about the container. Okay. Because what are you, uh, like if it doesn't fit in a cup holder, uh-huh. You're holding it between your legs like a creep? No, if you're in the car by yourself, you've got the bag in the passenger seat. The and the food is your passenger. I'm I'm shaking my head pilot. even though that can't pick up uh on the on the microphone. Every time I shake my head in uh disagreement with you, I'll go wait won't wait won't wait won't You should just like uh, I need to grease my joints. <laughs> you do need to grease your joints. I know I I I'm I'm very behind on greasing my joints, Tom. Um, I used to do it twice a day, just like you're supposed to. Wait, so just why? Just like the doctor prescribes. <laughs> the electrode doctor? Yeah. What What about, so what do you mean? What about the package makes uh, McDonald's? Because if it's in a bag sitting on the passenger seat. Like the French fries themselves are in a bag, like a small French fry, how they'll put no. those in a bag? No, all right, I'm talking about a McDonald's French fries mm-hmm. in a cardboard stand-up. Right. You know, traditional. You could you could put it on a table and it'd be mm-hmm. fine, right? Yeah. Stand, it's perfectly engineered. You can make it the foundation of your house, right? But you're not going to put that on the passenger seat, no, right? Because it'll fall over, no. and that's not that's not that's not the McDonald's engineer's fault. It's not built for that. That's not you're you're using a, you're using it incorrectly, <laughs> right? User error. Yeah, um, you have it in the larger brown bag. Yeah. Right, mm-hmm. I I contend, Tom, mm-hmm. that it takes too much of your attention off the road if you're going like sixty, sixty-five miles an hour uh-huh. to reach you, into the usually bag. I'm speeding away from McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming out of the parking lot going sixty-five. Well, some people can wait friggin' four <laughs> minutes before they rip into their fries. I'm sorry, Tom, that no, you're like, oh, I gotta eat these immediately. <laughs> not me. I'm tearing out of that parking lot. <laughs> But uh, I think it takes too much attention to reach into that bag and find the the fries. You need better uh, tactile uh, sensations, then, Tom. I, need I know to bring the this feel up, of a French fry. You know how hurtful fry. that is. I know the feel of a French fry when I reach into a bag. I never, you know, pull my hand out. I'm like, you oh, that wasn't ma- a French fry. That was a hamburger. You mash your hand into the bag and hope for the best. Yeah, that's a sick way to live, Tom. It's a beautiful That's indicative way. of the way you live your life. You That's mash your hand into the bag that is that is life, just looking for what you need. And sometimes uh, you call it a hot fry. Yeah, and 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 whatever collateral damage to the rest of the items in that bag, be damned. Oh, I'm not. I'm being delicate when I do it. You can feel the the French fries. You know a French fry when you feel one. I don't, Tom. I don't have good well, tactile. Function. That's what I accused you of earlier. I know, and I I was upset because you know how. Uh, I mean, it, I it's certainly that. better than eating. Like, I, whereas uh, I don't have uh, sensitivity in my in my fingertips, I have mm-hmm. sensitivity in my heart. 
It's certainly better than eating a hamburger while you're driving. Uh, depends. Depends. What are you, out of your mind? Tom, a McDonald's cheeseburger? I'm mm-hmm. not talking Big Mac. I'm not talking Quarter Pounder with cheese. Yeah, it's certainly a not something like a Whopper. You're out of your mind. You're eating a Whopper while you drive. Oh, God. Look, if you think you're going to eat a, a, a Whopper while you drive, you're kidding yourself. Yeah. Hey, keep dreaming. That's yeah. what I say. Oh. Say hi to oh. Jim Morrison in heaven exactly. when you die in a car crash. Yeah, uh, exactly. And jam with him because I want to hear that. <laughs> Assuming like you're really good at guitar. Even if you're not, he'll just scat over it. It'll be fine. Uh, he wasn't much of a scatter. He's more. <laughs> oh, of a he poet is nowadays in heaven. Oh, in heaven. In heaven, he rebranded he got, himself. He got really into scatting. Nice. He met Scatman John. Scatman John dead? I think yeah. he died recently. No, he died tragically. Oh. Um, like at the peak of his. Uh, well, not at well, the peak. <laughs> you know about Scatman? Well, John? why'd you bring him up? You did. Were yeah. you talking about Scatman Carruthers? This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, well. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura Frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there, and you know what? You can update it with an app, so every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. Headgum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm-hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code HEADGUM at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. All right, I think we've covered that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Eating in a car. Yeah. Uh, Do it or don't at your own risk. Exactly. Tom, uh, what what do you do? You have anything on your list that you? Uh, what do you think about? What what are your rules around honking? Um, never honk unless it's an emergency. Never honk out of anger. Uh, what if it's an angry emergency? What do you mean? What if you're like, ah, you're gonna kill me? You're driving into me. That's fine. Okay. I mean, you're whereas most people are just like looking to act. Mm-hmm. Um to protect themselves, you have that kind of survival instinct that also comes with pent-up anger releasing. 
Yeah. And that has nothing to do with the other people on the road, Tom. That just has to do with however you were damaged throughout life. Well, I mean, it's better to take it out on a stranger than, you know, somebody I love. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> um, uh, Yeah. You know what? I'm not like a big angry honker. Like if somebody cuts me big, off and yeah. I, I know that they're like, and like, it's not putting me in danger. It's just pissing me off. Right. Right. Cause like, I'm pretty aware. I'm, uh-huh. I'm always driving, thinking that, thinking the worst of humanity. Right. right. And mm-hmm. which is why, uh, once I stopped driving a hundred miles a day, uh-huh. like, uh, I became a much calmer person overall. Yeah. Because like when you're driving you have and that this, road rage and probably the, the safest way to drive is to assume that somebody around you at any given time is going to pull the biggest <sighs> fucking asshole move uh, and like you have to be ready to deal with it. Yeah, right? yeah. Defensive driving. Exactly. Um so if somebody cuts me off mm-hmm. and I like am always prepared for that. So like I'm not about to like get into an accident because I know like, yep, they're cutting me off just as the prophecies have <laughs> uh, have have foretold. Right. Uh-huh. There's no need for me to honk. Yeah, Tim, give, you gotta stop going to that church. Give, uh, hey, Tom Cruise got me in, man. Got me in at level four. It's very weird that they give you prophecies about people cutting you off, and hey, then you it think works. like, hey, hey, they got a lot. It, it comes true it, every time I'm on the well, Long but Island I mean, I think it's just an easy prediction to make. You know, I don't think it really says that they have a divine connection. Mm, that's uh, six and one half dozen of the others. What I always say. But, like, I won't honk at them because they know what they did. I'll give them the finger and tailgate them for the next three miles. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I've been with you in a car where, like, you're, like, where you've gotten mad and you're, like, don't say anything for a few minutes. And then you'll just drive, like, 90 miles an hour, <laughs> cut in front of them and slam on your brakes. I won't slam on my brakes, Tom. <laughs> I will not even cut in front of them. If I get if I get cut off, mm-hmm. I will move to the right, the, mm-hmm. the lane to the right, get ahead. It might take a few minutes. You know, I'm not I'm not driving like a maniac. Right. I'm just waiting till the natural flow of traffic allows me to get in ahead of them. Uh huh. And then like it's usually in a traffic situation or like a light traffic situation, right? So yeah, like yeah. we're not moving like Super ninety fast. miles. Away. Yeah, but if somebody like pulls a jerk move and cuts me off, I'll find a way within the next few minutes to get ahead of them and then not slam on my brakes but just go so slow like gradually like <laughs> if we're going like a cool 45 uh-huh. i'll gradually get it down to 15 and like just watching them in the rear view watching mirror, them get mad just like what is this oh i see, I see what this guy's and usually we're in the left lane so like he can't go anywhere it's like the gradual cutting somebody off. Yeah, and they're just like, why is he, what is it? It's like, I have a long memory. I have a memory like a goddamn <laughs> elephant, you asshole. How dare you? I remember you? what you did two minutes ago. Exactly. Um, I don't let these things go. One time I did that, and then they got back ahead of me and threw a water bottle at my car. <laughs> <laughs> um, was it open or closed? It was open. It was oh, a yeah. Poland well, spring better. bottle. Micah threw they the window. threw it up in an arc, and it just uh, hit my windshield. Oh, nice. Maybe yeah. they were army or something. I was they supposed to throw a grenade. No, it was uh, it was uh, th- th- these people 
I could tell by their physique <laughs> they were not in the army. They, they, the army was not uh, was not in the cards. They they were eating more than a Crunchwrap Supreme in the, uh, <laughs> while they were driving. They had friggin' they sour were, cream and ketchup all over their faces. Thanksgiving dinner in the front seat. Yeah, um, yeah. I was supposed to get off at an exit after that, but I followed them into Manhattan. <laughs> It's fine. Yeah. Just an island. You can yeah. get back. Yeah, I got back. Um, here's, uh, you know, there's always there's this uh, idea that like uh, driving in New York is crazy. Mm-hmm. I think from my driving around this New York th- City. Yeah, New York City specifically. New York City, where my where I get my salsa down near the salsa oh, factory. That? Let's say, <sighs> Tim, now I gotta go get the rope. Oh, no. You're gonna murder me. I'm <laughs> gonna murder you. Wow. Uh, I'm gonna tie you up mm-hmm. and then throw you in the river. Oh no! Yeah, you'll get the hypothermia. Hudson River. Yeah. Yeah. It'll soup you away. Uh, well, I know how much you love Sully, so you know. I'll yeah. Throw you in the Hudson. If I'm gonna die, it's gonna be uh, where Sully pulled his miraculous. Where, where Sully saved. Yeah. Um, Maybe Sully will come. Like. If if I'm if I'm being murdered, Tom, uh-huh. I want it to be in the Hudson because like that's the best chance of Sully saving me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not counting on Sully coming in right. and saving me, but, but he's saved uh, hundreds there before. Yeah, I mean the odds are, and the only person that's going to save me if I'm dying, mm-hmm. Chesley Sully Sullenberger. Yeah, and that's why uh, I uh, it's in my uh, end of life. Your living will. Yeah, my living will. It's just like. Uh, only like do not resuscitate. Only, yeah, only unless keep the the plug plugged in if Sully's around. Yeah, if Sully wants to uh, give it a go, for, force a tube down my throat to keep me breathing. That's yeah, fine. Exactly. Um, what were we talking about? <laughs> oh, uh, I was gonna say I don't think the thing about New York drivers isn't that they're bad drivers. It's just like uh, recklessly aggressive. Yeah, and lawless. Yeah, and when I'm in other places, I get more in in this country driving. I get more frustrated at in like, this great country of ours at like stupid drivers and like non-observant drivers. Right in New York, everybody's observant, but they just don't give a shit a lot of times. They're observant and opportunistic. I think right? they're. I think it's that everybody's observant and everybody knows everybody else is being observant. So they're like, oh, I can cut you off with like a six inch clearance because I know you're paying attention. Yeah, I prefer that yeah. to in other parts of this great land right. where people where people just aren't paying attention exactly, to what's going on. Because that's that's the most dangerous thing. Yeah. If we have your attention, we can work with it. Actually, that's a, they've done studies, Tom, mm-hmm. um, with cyclists. Um, if you're a cyclist or no, no, pedestrians and uh and drivers. Yeah. If you're crossing a street um, and there's like no, like the cars are supposed to stop for you, mm-hmm. but like there's no stop sign, right? So, like, you know, the, the pedestrian crosswalk. Yeah, yeah. It's more dangerous to make eye contact as a pedestrian with the driver uh-huh. because um, that lets the driver know, like, you know, a car is coming. Yeah. Oh, and like I human see. nature is like, this guy knows a car's coming. He's I'm gonna plow gonna through, r- right? Run like in he, front of me. We're aware of each other. Right. The best thing to do mm-hmm. in terms of like human nature and like psychology mm-hmm. is to not like to to be unaware or or feign 
that you're unaware of the driver because the driver goes like, oh, this guy doesn't know I'm here. I have to stop. When I walk around the city, I wear blinders like a horse on the side of my eyes. Well, that's because that—that's uh, uh, your 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 owner is, is <laughs> a mean man. Well, I didn't know hey, where I was going hey, with you that. Said it, not me. <laughs> um, this is why I want to make you a baby and raise you, Tom. <laughs> I want to take you away from this man. <laughs> In your mind, is it like a? The, the the man in the yellow coat that's yeah like he's a yellow George. hat but yeah yellow. I understand well, he wears a yellow coat too yeah but everybody's got a yellow coat well, not Curious everybody has a George yellow is hat. an unreliable narrator it's not Curious George telling the story who is, is God yeah that's it that oh he's got the time to tell a story about a, a monkey and a man that's what he wants that's what he wants to do that's what I'd do if I were God yeah be like yeah. Tell me a delight. I'll 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 spin a yarn. He was always bringing Curious George places where he should bring a monkey, and then getting so mad. Yeah. When he you know messed things up, and it's like, well, he's not a child, man in the yellow hat. He's a monkey. You gotta. It's on you. It's on it's on him. Like that monkey, Curious George should have been in a better home. <laughs> That's why I've been writing letters to the president about <laughs> for the past twenty years. Um, what about uh, flashing your lights? You ever flash your lights at anyone? Yeah, I do. Just uh, not during gang initiations. I'm talking about. So, do you <laughs> think that was ever a thing? That must have happened at least one time, right? So the thing is, if mm-hmm. uh, there was an urban legend going around that, like, so normally if you see somebody um, in the opposite lane of traffic coming yeah, your way. Driving with their lights off. Driving with their lights off at night, you'd flash Which, your Which, by the way, oh, nothing infuriates me more than when I see people driving with their lights off in the dark or when it's raining. That's the thing. That's, that's, um, most modern cars now, they, it's automatic. But. The only thing that's worse than a malicious move mm-hmm. is an absent minded move, like not yeah. paying attention. If you're operating a motor vehicle, you should be paying attention if yeah. it's raining or if it's dark out. Yeah, and if put you don't your notice, dang like, lights on. Huh, it's weird driving right now. What's different? Yeah. Oh, it's completely dark. And and I've been with a dimwit who's like, I don't see any better with these lights on in the rain. And it's like, it's so other people can see you. You and, understand? And they're also, that, that's also wrong. You do. Yeah, see but that. it's also like, I have great eyesight. No, you don't. Yeah. You don't have, you're not the predator. I mean, many people are the predator. <laughs> That's not true. Is that not true? Oh, now I'm not going to be able to sleep tonight. Um, yeah, no. I So so the thing is, if you see somebody, uh, like, normally what you do, you'd flash your brights. This, this is in, like, the 50s. And, like, and it's the, to, to... I do it nowadays. To let people know, hey, hey, my, hey your hey, lights aren't on. Light, turn your Look lights on. Look at my lights. See my yeah, lights see? doing something? Look, Maybe I'm, it'll make I'm you think about light. I'm being all flashy over here. Turn on your lights. You could do. You could be just as flashy. <laughs> oh, and it's, it's to entice is? them into being like, hey, like, I hey, want in on at, that. Look at how much fun this is. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> hey, I want in on that. <laughs> Um, so, uh, but like it got, uh, perverted in the eighties and they were like, like most things. No, it's a gang initiative, initiation. So, uh, initiative. (laughs) (laughs) The gang goes out to the community. (laughs) No, where it's, uh, you drive around with your lights off and the first person that flashes your brights at you. You slash uh, them. You you murder them. Yeah. Either you slash them or you murder them. You do something bad to them. Yeah. 
Um, I we don't think... certainly don't thank them for their courteousness. Yeah. Do you think? Do you think that ever happened? Uh, I mean, I, I'm asking the wrong guy because you walk around in fear of the knockout game. <laughs> You're like, teens are going to punch me in the head. But I'll tell you one thing, Tim. A lot of Mothman sightings happening in Chicago right now. What is the Mothman? <sighs> the Mothman is a giant man who looks like a moth. He's got red eyes. He or she could be a moth woman. Uh, but the last time we saw them in Virginia was uh, they foretold or were like harbingers for a bridge collapse and a bunch of people died. I don't like this, Tom. I'm, Why are you bringing um, this up? So the you people know in Chicago can be worried about the Mothman. Keep an eye out for the... Uh, it sounds like you don't even have to keep an eye out. Over 50 sightings of the Mothman Who recently. is sighting the... People from all walks of life. Wow. People And like some people are having very close encounters with the Mothman. Some people think the Mothman's from a different dimension. I think I prescribe to that theory. Subscribe. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah you, please subscribe to the show. You, you it's heard, not time for the plugs yet. You heard it here first. Stay out of Chicago. I honestly, I'm telling you, this, read the Mothman prophecies and then read about all these. How does this happen every week? It just, <laughs> this turns into you screaming at me for not reading the Mothman prophecies. Oh, it's such a good book. Our hometown's in the book. I don't care. Oh, I real, don't care. It's real spooky when our hometown comes up. You wouldn't believe the shit that went on in our library and our radio station. These things might have just been in the version of the book I read. It might be somebody messing with me. I saw... Oh, yeah. I don't know. Merging and changing lanes. Let people merge. <laughs> you don't own the lane. Oh, Somebody's trying to get in. Let them in your fucking lane. Yeah. yeah everybody's oh, so territorial. Oh, they're like... trying to get in ahead of me. Yeah, let them go. This but, is how this uh, how society works. But... Everybody's got to get in. Everybody's going to merge onto the highway. Just let them do it. But what about when you're like in a real backup getting off an exit and somebody fucking zooms down the whole line and then like right at the exits like oh i need to merge in here oh well here's the thing <laughs> tom those people ram their cars this is where you have to use a little bit of context clues if it's an out of town plate yeah i say let them in especially around the new york city area like um mm. in the outer boroughs yeah. because these like robert moses created like a, uh, a a confusing labyrinth of like overlapping highways and byways, um, mm -hmm. but like you might not, you might legitimately just be confused. Even if you have like Waze or Google Maps, you're just like, right. oh shit, that's my exit. Oh crap! Mm -hmm. Like if it looks like somebody, if it's an out of town car, or if it looks like somebody who like. If they have tinted windows, fuck them. Sorry, you're done. Like, yeah, you know, you get out of here. But um, if it's if it's somebody who like, if you can judge that person to be like, oh no, they look confused or they look panicked or something, mm. let them in. Because like, it's it's more dangerous to be a, a, a jerk in that situation. Because like, especially if they're hanging out like. Um, not yeah, entirely yeah. in either lane, and right. they're just kind of like people are zipping him. by. Yeah, let them in. Mm -hmm. But if it's tinted windows or somebody <laughs> or a cab, like if it if it yeah, ends yeah. with a C at the end, if it's a you know right. like it the ends with plate. a T, ends with a C. Yeah, that's uh, a cab, baby. 
No, it begins with the C, ends with a B. I think is the <laughs> no. The T- that's cab C A B, oh, my man. Oh, I see. Well, if you see a, somebody with a license plate C A B, that's a cab. If, if if you determine as somebody who should know better, yeah, box them out the best you can. Oh, but I mean, ninety nine percent of the time, it's somebody that should know better. Right. Yeah. So if it's some, look, this is where you use your judgment. That's where a true New Yorker test comes hey. in. I can tell by the make and model of the car. Uh, whether or not this is someone trying to pull a fast one on you. Uh, what about waving? What are your uh, what's your guidelines ar- around waving to somebody? Wave all the time. Wave all the time. Just <laughs> one hand out the window. Hello, neighbor. Well, then somebody might think you're trying to make a like a right hand turn. They see your your hand out the window yeah, waving all the time. No, um, here's here. This is the corollary to my let people merge because they Mm, need to merge. let these people merge people need like traffic needs to keep moving right people coming in from uh on an on-ramp need to merge in let them in people need to get over at some points let them in but the 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 reciprocal uh behavior Mm -hmm. is when somebody does that acknowledge that hey you didn't have to do that Mm -hmm. thanks throw up a hand for two seconds uh, under what circumstances should you blow somebody a kiss? Um, if they blow a kiss to you first. No, then you're supposed to grab it and put it in your pocket. Put it in mm. your front pocket for them. Yeah, I don't blow kisses, Tom. Not in, not in today's climate. Not- <laughs> well, another thing I can't do, just blow kisses. Oh, I can't. Oh, oh, suddenly I'm not allowed to blow kisses to strange women um, uh, <laughs> while I'm driving a car. Uh, a nice lady lets me into a lane. I can't blow a kiss. Oh, yeah. Oh, hey. Oh, uh, this is the America we want to live in, I guess. <laughs> um, uh, uh, I think those were all of my, like, highway etiquette things. Phones. Stop it. Oh, yeah. Phones. Out of your mind. Oh, nothing infuriates me more than... Seeing, I don't like you use Waze. Yeah. How when you stop, they'll show you an ad for Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah, stop that. Yeah, enough of that. Yeah, don't do that. I know I'm stopped, but I should still. I'm still trying to pay attention. And also, and usually that's when I'm actually looking at the map. Right. Because I'm it's like, stopped. I'm do like, I need all to right, make a yeah, turn like, yeah, I'm uh, with you. Hey, Waze. Yeah. Uh, get it through your thick, dumb robot skull. Stop showing me Dunkin' Donuts ads. Yeah. And, I don't eat that shit. It's and, from Boston. And hey, donkeys, cool it. Yeah. Huh, this falls on the people of Boston, I think. Yeah. Huh, another strike against them. <laughs> um, As if the racism wasn't enough. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to be doing a live show in Boston anytime. Uh, here's another thing. Don't sneeze. Don't sneeze. You yeah. have to sneeze. Get, uh, get off the road and sneeze. No. Sneeze on your own time. When you're on the road, uh-huh. that's shared time. All of you like this isn't this isn't personal time. I can I can read a book, I can sneeze, I can <laughs> I can catch up on my my uh my my Netflix and chill whatever the kids are doing. Yeah. No, stop it. Uh do all that stuff when you're not in the car. I have stay a, vigilant. Okay, I have a legitimate etiquette thing. Mm-hmm. As, as this a, is an etiquette. Yeah, and also there's well, nobody there to say, God bless you. Yeah, it's Although true. that's another thing I can't say to people. <laughs> yeah. oh, suddenly I can't say God bless you after you sneeze. Otherwise, oh, suddenly I'm a sex criminal, huh? <laughs> yeah? Is that what it is? Tim, you sound like somebody who's <laughs> who's itching to go to donkeys right now. Um what about uh, as a as a man, uh, the rules around? Thank you. <laughs> uh, 
when you're on a long long haul trip pulling over and peeing on the side of the road. Nah, you don't need to do it. Sometimes you do. Tom, I was on my way to Six Flags Great Adventure for <laughs> Fright Fest this past year. Oh, bringing your kids? No, just me, me my wife, and a couple friends. Uh, the day before, you uh, you uh, decided not to go, Tom. I had diarrhea. Did you? Um, no, I did feel sick. It wasn't diarrhea. I mean, if it was diarrhea, then geez. Yeah, I would have been pissed if you came with diarrhea and then be like, wait for me, don't get on that line yet. And then, like, be like, I don't know what that smell is. <laughs> well, <laughs> weird. <laughs> These other kids here must have diarrhea. <laughs> oh, somebody diarrheaed in this uh, roller coaster seat before I sat down. <laughs> Gross. Um, I had to pee worse than I ever had to pee in my life, Tom. And it was like we were on Staten Island, mm. stuck in traffic. Yeah. So um, not nowhere close to where you're going. Right. And in between like two bridges. And I was like, there's no rest stops All here. All of Staten Island's between two bridges. Yeah. But like it's, it's yeah. Okay. We're alienating Boston, alienating Staten Island. Listen, I guarantee you not one person in Staten Island listens to this <laughs> podcast. And if they ever accidentally listen to it, they did not enjoy it. <laughs> Staten Island. Like, hey, how come they're not saying the, the C word? <laughs> I don't listen to anything where they don't say the c word every 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 six words. <laughs> anyway. Hey, how come they're not talking about slapping women <laughs> casually in a humorous manner? <laughs> anyway, as if it's something that we all do all the time, you know, slapping women. Anyway, Tim, you're stuck between two bridges on Staten Island. Yeah, and uh, I couldn't bring myself to uh, pull over to the side of the road. I also had a, a carload of people. Yeah, well, that's different. If you have a carload of people, but I'm saying like. When the the last time I did this, I was like by myself uh, driving back from Lake George. Okay. So like, I got a long drive, and there are long stretches with no options. I think. Well, let me ask you this: If you're alone, mm-hmm. how do you feel about peeing into a bottle? <sighs> Risky. In what way? In the way that piss might get all over the car. Also, you're in public still. Like, you know, like somebody if you're if you're driving like a sedan, Mm -hmm. somebody in an SUV could pull up alongside you and see down and see your wiener. And that well, if somebody pulls up along, you're saying somebody just like ain't being like, hey, that's why you bought an SUV, right? So you can maybe see somebody uh, (laughs) peeing into a bottle and check out their wiener. Yeah. Oh, peeing in a... Bu- I thought he meant on the side of the road. Oh, no, I'm no, like, no, I'll no, no. i notice somebody pulling up alongside no, me. No. And be like, hey, get out of here, you creep. My thing is, like, it, look, we live in a modern society. Mm-hmm. Unless, it's a, well, uh, it's, unless it's a big emergency, you can probably get to somewhere where you can pee in a bathroom. Yeah. If you can't, if it's an emergency, yeah, pull over. Peeing in a bottle, it not only seems risky that you'll pee all over yourself, you're exposing yourself. You're technically in public. Sorry, you're in public. You wouldn't drive a car naked. Why would you take your wiener out? Sometimes I drive without shoes, even though it's illegal. Tom, (laughs) the cops listen to this. Nah, they all live on Staten Island. (laughs) All right, Tom. uh, That's that's oddly all the time we have. If you if you like the show and you uh, have made it this far, I'm not not sure how how you you would have done that. Um, Tom, tell them what they could do. 
They can go to tcgt.com to find out more. They can follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash complete guide. They can follow us on Twitter at complete guide. They can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Tom Reynolds. You can follow me on those things at your pal, Tim. And you can check out our Reddit at tcgt.reddit.com. Wait, is that a thing? Yeah. Reddit? Or reddit.com slash r slash tcgt. But I was given the... Uh, do our Patreon thing. Oh yeah, we're 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 on top of things. Yeah, uh, tcgt.com slash pledge, uh, where you can get weekly minisodes of uh, different podcasts. The most recent one was the Police Blotter with Tim and Tom. Uh, this uh, this upcoming or what they just got actually the most recent one when this drops is uh-huh. a new Fast Food Friday. Nice. And then if you're listening to this when it comes out. Uh, this upcoming weekend is the Google Hangout. You yeah. come in and uh, hang out with us. All kinds of fun things on there. Yeah. And you can also support the show by going to tcgt.com slash Amazon, where you do your Amazon shopping, and we get a little taste of it. They yeah. send us a little piece of whatever you ordered. Yeah. So if so it was you'll like get a like cake, a we get a slice of cake. Yeah. And like you don't need an entire cake. Yeah. We'll Sometimes if you Could buy like a, a laptop and they send us like a 5% of the laptop, you know, there's not really anything we can do with that. It's like the X key. <laughs> yeah. And like you don't need it. Yeah. Unless you're a doctor and you're well, like, here's <laughs> what the x-rays said. <laughs> That's right. I can't send this damn email. <laughs> um, Tom, you mm-hmm. use Waze? Yeah. Do you think that's uh, kind of kind of BS? Do you think like if everybody uses Waze, then Waze is kind of then like nobody uses Waze. It's kind of like uh, my working theory that bros ruin everything. Mm-hmm. That everything that you love eventually, uh, bros will discover co-opt and yeah, and like then like you can't go see the band you like or the comedian you like because the the yeah the audience you always is full say bros. you always say that about the chain smokers yeah no i was i was i was a big you fan were of one theirs. of their big early, their early fans. stuff was great yeah. i still like their stuff but i can't go to their shows because yeah, it's full it's of bros. bros and you're like guys you're not listening to the lyrics they don't understand them the way you do thank you tom uh, thank thank you for finally acknowledging how deeply I feel the the chain smokers music. Um, yeah, the uh, ways there's like people filing lawsuits because uh, you know ways is like, hey, don't go on that highway, go you know across down Leonard's this residential here. street. Look, at first I was <laughs> drive across this man's lawn. It's a shortcut. <laughs> yeah, at first I was like, oh, boo hoo. But now, like, uh, like, urban planners and stuff are like, no, these streets aren't like meant to take that. Yeah, it, and it when it was like the streets quicker, when it was point oh oh five percent of the population using these apps, right? That's one thing. Mm-hmm. But now that like everybody's using them, it's like it's it turns into an inefficient use of the streets. Yeah, hundred percent. And then I always say, whose streets? And then they say, our streets. Who does the crowd? <laughs> <laughs> the protesters. <laughs> the protesters. Yeah. Um, what about? Uh, there's another thing. Uh, there's a quick one. Alternate side of the street parking in New York, and the people that uh, will double park to move out of the way for the sweet str- street sweeper. Uh, so they'll double park on the other side. Uh, could you ever imagine doing that? Um. No. <laughs> yeah, right? I don't fault anybody because, like, 
Look, these people that just don't find a parking spot, yeah. I'm sure they've, they've done the math and they've been doing this long enough to know, like, I'll sit in my car for two hours, double parked, and, like, yeah. I won't get a ticket. And, like, this is an No, I'm saying the people that don't sit in the car, that, like, leave their car oh, double Oh, if you double park your car, um, it should be fair game for anything anybody wants to do to it. Like, yeah. if it's like, oh, knock their rear view mirror their side view mirror off with a baseball bat yeah well they shouldn't have parked their car and left it in the middle of the fucking street i've like double parkers do whatever you want to the car that should become community property that should become a (laughs) pinata the handful of times i've been like blocked in by somebody double parking i've never been madder yeah because whenever i'm going somewhere i'm already late yeah that's i can i can attest to that (laughs) so if somebody's double parking me in Woo. But anyway, uh, when I move my car all the time, I I often park on this uh, block where everybody's moved their cars to double park for the street sweeper. But then I go like 15 minutes before you're allowed to park there and I'll go and park there and sit in my car. Right. And read if, the paper, have a coffee. I see those guys all the yeah. time. They're real New Yorkers. And if somebody, you know, came along and say, hey, move it along. Pal. Oh, yeah, sure. No problem. My car's still running. It's no big deal. Right. But a lot of times when I do this, the people that are double parking give me the fucking dirtiest looks like like, hey, 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 that's my spot. Yeah. I'm Sorry, like, no, you yeah. just, what? move back. over. You don't then. own it. Move your feet. Lose your seat. That's what I always scream at them from. Uh, I have a, a megaphone on top of the car and I can like a cop car. I can go hey, move your feet. Lose your seat. I talk like Bane into it. Move your feet. Lose your seat. Batman. Oh, oh, I was born in the car. We'll see you next week. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>